Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I am keeping that in there. (laughs) Hopefully you can hear it. I don't think you can. Welcome to episode five. Of the parrot nest, Leah's throat just made the weirdest sound. I just had like a very small non-voluntary burp when Cole said welcome. If you didn't hear that, that's why we're laughing. Anyway, um, oh gosh, episode five, it's been over a month now since we recorded our last podcast and we'd already decided on it being like a little extra time, like we said that we were going to wait until after the baby shower and do that kind of stuff. So we, we'd already planned. And then it just, I don't know, it felt like it flew by after that. Yeah. We've been busy without doing anything. I know. It does like, feel I like I couldn't that. tell you what we did for every day for the last week, but we've done something. Mm-hmm. We figured today we would obviously give an update of where we're at, what's what we've, what's been going on in the pregnancy and stuff like that. But we did have the baby shower Slash other birthday shower, or birthday, baby shower. We had two baby showers. Birthday shower, kind of. We've had three doctor's appointments. Mm Mm-hmm. And a class or two. And a couple classes. Mm Mm-hmm. We started our normal classes, and then we took a breastfeeding class. We did. A breastfeeding class. Okay. Um, Oh, gosh. I feel like I was also just going to say something else, but now I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was about the last podcast. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, baby shower. So you had your baby shower in Denver. How'd it go? I did. It was great. Um, it was very good. We just had a family there and Miss Sadie. And it was really good. I took off the Saturday before and went down and to help. But honestly, they did. Like, by the time I got there, everything was done for the next day. Mm-hmm. And then um, for the baby shower, we went over to my sister's good friend's house. And she um, let us use her house and set everything up. We got pedicures that morning and mm-hmm. had a crazy rush to get everything ready to be done. Because you always think you're ahead of it until you actually have to do it. And then you're way behind. And yeah. we went to, and we had the baby shower. It was really nice. We didn't do any games, which I am a fan of. Not that. doing games? Yes. I'm not a huge fan of the games. I don't know if anybody is, but it's something that we do at baby showers. Obviously people are. I don't think they are. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> Maybe I do know one person, but I don't think many people are a fan of the games. Instead, we did a craft. And we made, um, I think Sadie set it up, and Shawnee maybe, but they set up a onesie station. So they had uh, all white onesies and a newborn set, uh, three to or zero to three, three to six, nine, and then twelve. Mm-hmm. And they uh, had cut up little shapes, and so you cut out the fabric in the shape that you wanted, all all scraps, different colors, and patterns of scraps of fabric and then you put this adhesive on it and you uh set it to the onesie and it actually looked so cute Mm -hmm. it was so cute it turned out really well and i was really glad that we did it and everybody really enjoyed doing it and it was something that everybody could do together and it wasn't a hard craft everybody i'm not a crafter 
and I didn't have a hard time doing it. Yeah. And so it was uh, a lot of fun, and the food and everything was awesome, and it was beautiful, and got a lot of stuff. Everybody is so kind and to give you things <laughs> when you have a baby, and so we're just really grateful. Yeah, that was super nice. Mm-hmm. And then everything like flows together because I'm trying to think of oh then the next that following week we're at we're currently at 36 weeks pregnancy of pregnancy right now um, that's our update but after your baby shower which was the beginning of October yeah we had a week we had like the 34th the 34 week appointment that week and. Then that weekend we had like my birthday party slash other birthday or not birthday baby shower with like our friends, you know, right. from Fort Collins instead of your family down in Denver and everything. So um, that week we went into our 34 week appointment and everything's been like every single time we went to the doctor, it's been, oh, let's listen to the heartbeat. Cool. Measure your stomach. Cool. And that was it. And, and it we've was already me- always measured on time. Like, they kind of decide how, um, not far along you are, but how much the baby's growing based off of how you you measure, like, literally with, literally with a measuring tape. Like the fundal measurements or something like that is what it's called. Is it? Yeah, something. Fundal. <laughs> I'll believe you. I think you're making that up. It is. I'll swear. <laughs> but they, we've been measuring on time. Uh, last time, last appointment, we did not measure on time two weeks ago. I looked the way it measured. It looked like I hadn't grown at all. Um, and so we had an ultrasound. Well, they said you're measuring at 32 weeks and they wanted to do an ultrasound just to make sure that everything was good. And it wasn't 32 weeks. It was like week 34 yeah at that point we were week 30, so i hadn't behind. yeah we've been having an appointment every two weeks and i hadn't progressed Is since my said. last appointment so um but she said that they could it could just be that it wasn't measuring right or that the baby was in a weird place or all these things either way we went to the ultrasound it was fine like everything looks fine the baby looks fine the fluid looks fine nobody's worried about it Mm-hmm. And then the the baby's in like the thirtieth percentile, so yeah. like not not right on average, but like just a like obviously a little smaller than that. But they said they weren't worried about that until it's like way low, like until you're at ten or below, they're not even worried like about it. Yeah. So they just um, said he's you know relatively small, which is totally fine. Yeah, Which was really, you know, alleviating for my stress because obviously me, I like think about everything and I'm Googling everything, hence why I know what fundal height is. Because <laughs> um, I was looking it up and I was like secretly measuring Leah at night. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. I can just lay down. Yeah. Leah and I are also drinking tea right now. So if you hear that noise, it's a... Do you hear some slurping? It's an ASMR <laughs> tea drinking one. <clears throat> anyway. But then we had the appointment today and it went well. Yeah. Today was 30, well, this is 36 weeks on Tuesday, but today's Thursday and we had the appointment today and they said 
everything's good. I mean, you're still measuring a little bit below, but like they're not worried about it. Yeah, but I still grew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think once they like kind of did the ultrasound and found out that like there was no issue with fluid and the baby's like fine. I think now that even if you do measure small, they're probably still like they're like whatever because you're still growing. And then I don't know. To me, they're just there's nothing. There's they've confirmed that there's nothing wrong with the baby. There's nothing wrong with the fluid. There's nothing wrong with anything else. And it just happens that you're in the smaller range, which is totally fine. Right. So I feel better about it, even though we had to do an ultrasound. And then at least we know everything's good. And that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. And then during that time, we also had our, like, my baby shower. Not ba- oh, Yeah, baby shower. We did. We did slash like a baby my shower, birthday party. barbecue, birthday party. The baby queue is what we called it. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, my 30th birthday party. I turned 30. Big 3 0, the dirty 30. Mm-hmm. 30 flirting and thriving. Mm-hmm. I turned 30. <laughs> and that was really good. And we had people over. And again, people are super kind and gave us gifts for the baby. And we got like literally everything. Like our baby room is not set up necessarily, but like we have everything I think needed in order to like take care of a newborn. Yeah. Everybody's always like, oh, have you set up the nursery? Can we see it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's currently. I don't the actually office. say that, but I'm yeah. like, well, it's not really set up. It's really not exciting. It's literally still. We're doing, like we. I think we say this every time, but we do this podcast at Cole's computer, in the baby room. Yeah. And. and so what? we just have everything. Like, the closet doors don't really work. Yeah, it's not the best of rooms. We have some stuff still stored in the closet. We still have the bed. The bed, like the this is also the guest bedroom. So, whenever we have a guest, we have to rearrange things so we can put the bed down and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not set up. Um, we have said that we live with roommates, Austin and Justin. Austin is moving out next week, yep. and so once that happens, we will start rearranging things so that um, we can set up the room. So baby just has to stay in my tummy for another. Well, no, he's not going to, he's not going to stay in this room either. Honestly. Yeah. We're not even worried about it. We got a halo bassinet. It would take Cole five minutes to set up a nursery. Yeah. (laughs) It really would. huh? Why? Cause I'm a man or cause I'm nesting. Because it, you just would do it really quickly. You'd just be like, well, this goes out here and this goes... Like, you, anytime you decide to rearrange a room, I, like, walk out of the room or I take a shower and I walk back in the room and it's all rearranged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you really thought this through? Like, have you thought this room through? Have I? Yeah. This specific room? Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you thought the room... We might move the baby's room next door and then room next door this i mean i've thought about what i'm gonna do in this room but not not really i mean i would imagine stuff would just stay the same we just have more room would have you imagined the baby's room next Mm, door kinda a little bit too but that's mostly because stuff's not in it so i'm like where would we put that but i've imagined it a little bit i like to just you know just go in with no idea and and let it flow do you really yeah honestly with that kind of (laughs) stuff i haven't really thought about it how i'm gonna do it so Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
We still don't have anything to put on the walls and stuff. Yeah, no decorations and stuff, but oh well. Like we said, I think that's the kind of the stuff that's going to happen later, and I'm totally cool with that happening later because we have a bassinet, and the baby's going to stay in our room, and I don't know. Like, we, we care about getting that stuff, but it's not like it has to be immediately, you know. We can kind of do it so that way he's ready to – we can put him in here at a few months, you know, and yeah, or whatnot. But We're not that worried about it. Yeah. I am excited to have it organized, though, to have, like – because we just have diapers, like so many diapers and mm-hmm. and toys and stuff. And it'd be nice to have an actual spot. Yeah, that's what I want is just be able to organize stuff. But we had that party and and that was was really good. And, and we had cake and Leah made pumpkin bars and things like that. I, I love pumpkin bars. Made pumpkin bars and we had, I did too much. And not enough. What? Because I made, like, um, we did just pulled pork sandwiches. And I made a pork shoulder from Costco, which is huge. Like, literally half of that cut, half of the pork shoulder fit filled one crock pot. So I'd have two crock pots, thankfully. Um, I had a friend that loaned me one. And so we made all of it. And... So now we have freezer food for the it's true for when the baby comes. Mm-hmm. And then I made these potatoes, and I, they were horrible. Oh yeah, they were Can not we horrible. Talk about the cold. No, they were not. They okay. did not taste bad. Nobody liked the taste of them. What? Like that's not what I heard. I swear. Okay, I'm not saying so that here's for the, podcast. the story. The potatoes. Um, we make cheesy potatoes for like. Christmas, Easter, things like that. It's a really easy, like, kind of treat because you don't take the time to do it with normal life. But Easter's and stuff like that, it's really easy to make a lot of. And so you have a potato. I talked to my dad even. My dad is my dad's recipe. Well, I don't know whose recipe. He's the one that makes it. He's the one I learned how to make it from. I completely forgot how to make it. I knew the basics. Like, it's shredded potato, cheese with half and half. And Mm -hmm. then you bake it. I asked him if you peeled the potatoes, if he peels the potatoes. He said, no, I don't peel the potatoes. And I don't remember exactly how that conversation went, but that's all that we were talked about with peeling the potatoes. So the night before the party, I'm trying to get a bunch of stuff done. So I have time and I'm peeling the potatoes and with the skins on or not I'm shredding the potatoes with the skins on because I'm going to leave in the refrigerator overnight they start to turn brown like the skin turns the potatoes brown which totally makes sense I like can't breathe well you were sitting up there like compressing your chest I don't know (laughs) and now I can't breathe (laughs) now I can breathe I'm just like short of breath time trying to tell this story anyways take it slow Anyways, um, I shredded the potatoes. The next day, they're like the whole bag is brown. It's really disgusting. Does it's look so bad. disgusting. I'm like, well, I don't remember this ever happening, but maybe we just never made it beforehand. And so I was like, it should taste the same. Like that shouldn't affect the taste. And so I make the potatoes. I put potatoes, cheese, shred the cheese, put the cheese, potatoes, cheese, and then you put cream on it and put it in the oven. 
it comes out of the oven, it looks horrible. Like, it looks brown. Like, it looks so bad. I thought that the cheese would cover up the brown, but it didn't. It mm-hmm. just, like, looked like poop. What the? <laughs> and then and then I uh, try it, and it doesn't taste good. The potatoes are, are not cooked. It's not cooked all the way through at all. It's mm-hmm. not good. And I didn't try it before I put it out. I just, like, because it's in a casserole dish, so... So, anyways, I did notice people have it still on their plate. And, <laughs> which, cheesy potatoes, people don't usually leave it on their plate. But a lot of people still left it on their plate. Okay, I don't think that's fully true. That's completely true. I am not exaggerating. Well, I'm not exaggerating by oh, the... <laughs> people ate it. They ate it because they put it on their plate. I ate it, and it tasted like cheesy potatoes. It was, like, purple, but it was... Che- it may could have used more salt, but I think that about a lot of and stuff. T- <laughs> you think that about everything. <laughs> it literally wasn't cooked. And so I, I call fine. I call my dad and I'm like telling him crying. About I did not <laughs> <laughs> I had never. And okay. I'm like talking to him and like laughing about these potatoes and he says, You didn't cook them beforehand? And I said, I thought you said not to. I thought Oh, you were supposed to cook them before? So, he doesn't peel them before he cooks them, is what he meant. He thought I knew that I was supposed to cook them. He's like, no, I don't cook, I don't peel them before. Oh, he like bakes them. them. He says, I don't peel them before I cook them. And there was a miscommunication about whether you cook them or not. So, anyways, he'll cook the potato whole and then put it in the refrigerator overnight and let them kind of firm up and then... And then and shred, then shred it. it and peel it. Like he just like he says it just kind of slips out of the skin. You just use a spoon and scoop it out of the skin and peel it. It's oh, super easy. Okay. And so that was that was why it tasted like raw potatoes. That's why they were so bad. They were <laughs> like kidding. legitimately everything was wrong. It was so funny. I honestly honestly did not think they were tasted bad. Like I and I don't like potatoes really. And I started eating them. I was like, oh, they're cheesy potatoes, and started eating them and kind of ate a good amount of them. And then that was it. Yeah, they weren't good. I threw. I had two um, nine by thirteen trays of them or yeah. plates, and they were. I one was half eaten, and the other one I threw completely away. Mm. But anyways, that's probably enough time spent on that. But That was sad. It was really funny because it was the one thing he had told me. He's like, I wouldn't make those cheesy potatoes if I were you. That's going to be way too much work. And um, and you can just make just make something else. He's like, just, it'll, <laughs> that's going to be too much work. And it's a thing that I was like, well, I want to do it because it, <laughs> it might be chilly out. I want another hot dish. And, and it, so it was by far the most labor-intensive thing that I made. Mm-hmm. Do you think you should put the recipe for the cake or the pumpkin bars on the Facebook, even though probably we don't have anyone that shares or that that is on there right now? But you can you have to ask your mom? No, you can just do it. Your mama's recipe. She doesn't care. <laughs> but honestly, you should because I rave about pumpkin those pumpkin bars. bars every time. It's cake. I can. Pumpkin cake. It's like a really. Um, wet batter and so you need it to be thinner uh-huh. it's like literally you pour it into a cookie sheet instead of a cake pan because you need it to be thinner because the batter is a really wet batter and you need it to mm-hmm. not have as much to cook through but everybody loves it i think it's because 
for one, it's a really moist cake, and for two, uh, you put the same amount of frosting as you would on a normal piece of cake, and so the cake bite to the frosting is like the, it's like if you cut your cake in half and then left all the frosting on and ate it like that. Yeah. And it's cream cheese frosting, and that's what everybody loves, so. It is good. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, other than that, the party went really well. Yeah. We had friends. I asked a few people to show up early to help me with stuff, and they did. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. So much help. And um, It was fun. We played spike ball outside with some friends, and that was really fun. Love mm -hmm. spike ball, yard games. Cole loves yard games. I do. He loves yard games. Mm -hmm. And spike ball is really fun, so that was fun. And my sister came up. That was oh, really that fun. Oh, that was fun. I forgot that she had come up. Yep. And she stayed with us for a night, mm -hmm. the night before the party. And went running with Cole that day on his long run on Saturday. And then they went on a run Sunday, too. For my birthday. So yeah. yeah, it was just a really good day. It was a good weekend. Especially since Kenzie could come down, your brother and... Sunny came down. Mm -hmm. We just had a lot of people, and it was fun. I was miserable the rest of the week. Because you were so tired and your tum-tum hurt? Not my tum. My tummy didn't hurt. It just did. My body just hurts. Oh. So, I definitely overdid it that weekend. Yeah, you did. A lot, but... Leah's getting pretty slow. I am. Can't even have this conversation without breathing hard. <laughs> <laughs> My lungs just have no room. Real slow. Yeah, I'll lay in bed and I'll just like sit there breathing hard because where I don't know where my lungs are, but it's like they're in a small box. Yeah. Well. We still aren't telling anybody about the name, which is I don't know if we've talked about on this. I think we have talked about on the podcast, but it's getting pretty heated out there, y'all. People want to know that name. Mm -hmm. It's a hot topic, but we haven't slipped up. Mm -hmm. Have you? Almost. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, with your coworker. Yeah. Does do both of your coworkers know? Probably. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell Lori, but I think Shale probably did. Interesting. And I have to be fine. I don't because yeah, honestly, really once I told matter. once I told but her. But now that we've told and haven't, like you can't tell some people and not tell others. Once you get me like going on something, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna talk about it. And then we're like, oh, okay, let's talk about names a little bit, you know. And then we're talking about them, and okay. and then so Shell and I are at lunch, and you're then gonna, <laughs> no, I'm not. You're I swear, tell I'm just telling the secret. No, okay, just let me let me talk. say this. <laughs> I'm just saying that once I get going a little bit, you know, I'm like, I start to get overly excited, you know, and, and then I start to justify. And so I'm like, in my mind, no, we're at lunch and she's like talking about names and I'm like, yeah, and, okay, I'll give you a hint. And, and then I'm like, it's this and that, and, you know, it's this hint. And then she starts guessing and then I'm like, no, you can't have any more guesses. Okay. That's enough. And then, but then he gave her 50 more. Guesses. Right. And then she would keep guessing. And I'd be like, what? like, and then it becomes like a fun game almost. And then of course, then it happened and she found out and I don't have a good poker face. So it ended up slipping out. Oh, that's well, pretty funny. 
So then I was going to a meeting one time, and when Shale told my other coworker Lori that she that she knows the name, so Shale probably told Lori, which is fine. I'm not trying to keep it like hidden, right? Like that. So, um, anyways, that happened. But anyway, uh, it's hopefully we we don't tell any more people. <laughs> but until the baby's coming. But which, by the way, by the time we have our next podcast, you never know. Like we could have a baby. Yeah, we're at 36 weeks. I know we're going to talk so about... in two weeks, that's... Easily, we're within the range of it being completely okay to have the baby. And if we wait a month again, though, we're going to be at 40 weeks. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, I mean, for this podcast, we have some classes. We can, we're can we going to talk about classes a little bit, which we need to get into, and then talk about um, the, the breastfeeding class. Talk about that. But other than that, like, I don't really know any big topic things that will happen between here and the birth unless you start like having contractions or that kind of stuff, which you're not really having yet that we can, that are going to be funny or something. But yeah, yeah, there's not like a whole lot of big stuff besides just additional classes. But yeah, so you're supposed to do stuff when you have contractions, when you start having your contractions to distract you. I wonder if we can make a podcast. While you're having contractions. Oh, like, like, oh, like, like no in the really early stage when you're like, like early labor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We could try that. Well, we hilarious. can make one. It doesn't matter if we we're like, Hey, baby's imminent. Baby's water coming. is broken. We're recording this from if the, the bathtub. water breaks. We're supposed to go oh, yeah, to the true. hospital. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. For all of you that haven't had a child, your water breaking is not something that happens, like, usually. Like, first thing. It's not like your water breaks and then you start having contractions. She says that that's super rare for that to happen. So, Hmm. usually you just sit at home for, like, five, ten hours just hanging out while you're having contractions super far apart because there's no point in you being in a hospital bed. So, they said that they just... Usually just hang out and distract yourself. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about. You know what we forgot to say is that we did. We don't have our nursery set up, but we have all the clothes and stuff organized. Oh, yeah, we did. Get and organized. that's been kind of fun because we've gotten a lot of clothes. I don't yeah. know if everybody gets a lot of clothes, but we have a lot of clothes. Yeah. And so we bought a bunch of hangers and stuff and we organized the clothes and. Things that, like, it by sizes and mm-hmm. everything, and then... Organized them into, like, some Tupperwares for, and, like, stored them in the garage for, like, the three months and above and then six months and above, that stuff. Yeah. So, we have a lot of clothes. The newborn stuff, uh, we put in the closet, which is kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And once it's hanging, it doesn't look like we have as much, but... But if you think about it, that's, like, 25 pieces of clothing. Oh, yeah. It takes up a foot. Well, yeah. In the closet, it's not like you and I. That's true. That's true. Like all that fabric would probably make one one shirt. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, so let's talk about the classes. Let's talk first about our other class, like the online one. Okay. So we didn't get into actual classes. Um because our schedule just doesn't line up. It's it didn't line up and we waited till the third 
trimester, which we thought we were supposed to do in order to sign up, but apparently that was not the thing. We procrastinated pretty far. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. How we thought we were supposed to sign up at third trimester and then got to third trimester and they were all full. But we're in online classes now and we've done a few classes and I think they're honestly okay. I was going to say good, but I mean, they're, they're good, but also they start out a little basic, you know, I thought. Yeah, but I think that's good. It is? Yeah, you think you know something and maybe you don't. Right, like where, like what a nipple is and what a vagina is. <laughs> well, it talks more <laughs> about like what the placenta versus the... Yeah, but what, what, what? Why would I need to know that? This is why you are taking the class, so you'll know these things. Uh, my, th- I, I don't think I need to know that. Well, why would you, would you freak out? Like, you're having the baby, you have the baby, and then you see an, another organ come, <laughs> come out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like not what really sure. What if you sure. hadn't taken the class? You're like, oh. What have you done you thought the baby just took a handful and yanked Oh, it. my Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, like, held on and yeah. pulled it out. Yeah. These uh, are important things to know. Okay. Good point. Your uterus stays. Your placenta goes. <laughs> that actually is a good point. <laughs> I probably would have flipped. You would have. <laughs> They're like, oh, I mean, I might still flip anyway mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Yeah. You really might. But it'll be okay. But at least you know. We learned good stuff like timing, contractions, and those kind of things. And those things have been helpful. And there's some videos to come. Lots of videos. Lots of videos. There's this one video that I talked with or I talked about with somebody from work. She was like, oh, when you get to this one video, you're going to laugh so hard because it's this. Okay. And I don't mean to be offensive if anyone's done this, but. Maybe you should have passed this story off with me before you. No. Well. Maybe <laughs> I just think it's pretty hilarious that this husband is sitting there behind his wife in this video, like rubbing her back and literally the, the lady, like the young woman is laying there in like childbirth and her dad is like on his knees in front of her, like yeah. holding her hand and talking to her and they're like face to face and the husband's back. They're like rubbing her back. And I'm like, what is happening first of all like that dad's in the delivery room like that's weird and this isn't just me saying this is weird this was this woman at work saying hey you're gonna you're gonna encounter this video and it's gonna be weird and i was like i cannot wait because that's gonna be funny and it was funny it was weird and the husband because they do interviews and stuff like they show like videos of the birth actually happening and during labor and then they do interviews and the husband did not say anything the entire time yeah. Like during the interview, so he just sat next to her with, and in the other videos, like the husband will just like chime in and say stuff, and he didn't say anything, and it was it was pretty yeah odd. I mean, those but videos then she also had like a lot of people in that room. Like there were like mom, dad, like three other women as well, and then the dad is the one sitting there comforting her like during like intense labor. Yeah, it was pretty weird. It was different. They've chose some interesting people for those videos. I mean, you have to be willing to sign up for that video. And, like, do on, like, camera's going to be right there in the action. Honestly, though, as weird as that those videos are, I do think, for me, it's kind of helpful to, like, watch them. Right, I'm, that's like, why they do them. It's super helpful. 
because then I see like this is what to expect. You know, there's gonna be crying, there's gonna be upsetness, you know, and stress, and it's there's gonna be this pain, and the doctors are gonna be doing this. It, like I think it's helpful for me to look at and see kind of what's going on. Yeah. You know? So exactly. I don't know. But I think it's been good. We're gonna we have um a lot more videos and stuff like that. Like the next one is just like 70 minutes of just videos of different people's labor. So. Is there anything else from the classes that you learned that you thought has been particularly interesting? No. Yes. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Okay. No, I think the big thing is that like not, we don't go right away. I think people think your water breaks. Like, you're at home, your water breaks, everybody freaks out, you run to the door as as your baby's, like, falling out, <laughs> and that's not how it works. Like, you get in the car, and you might be able to make it to the yeah, hospital. Yeah, you're just, like, as soon as you know that you're having the baby, you're, like, are on, like, a clock, and you better hurry. Yeah. But it's really, like, people stay, like, at home for hours and hours um, while your contractions are a lot further apart, just waiting for things to get going. Which in itself is kind of stressful too, though. I mean, staying at home is better because it's a home and it's more comfortable. But there's that's also a little bit scary to me because then you're waiting at home until it's really like getting there and bad. Right. And then you have to get in your car and drive while you're like really in pain. It seems a lot more right, but we're fast. Only Twenty minutes away from the hospital. Yeah. It's not like we're two hours away from the hospital. I know. Still, I have I have to drive. It's not stressful. It's not. I think you. I think this is what I've foreseen you you having problems with driving to the hospital. No. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to have Justin drive you to the <laughs> hospital. Um, no, being able to stay. I think that you'll be ready to go way before I'm ready to go. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think you're gonna be cheating. Like they teach you how to time the contractions and everything, and when to start coming in. And at the appointment today, the online like she's they all say five minutes but at the appointment she kept saying three minutes yeah but then okay so on the class too they were saying five minutes but then on the, like the video things they would say three minutes so it was kind of contradictory in itself on the video i thought on the class mm -hmm. there was some some things that didn't quite match up with what they were saying yeah. but i think that's a good like three to five is good five probably good but five one one or whatever it was five minutes apart for if one contractions hour. are yeah five minutes apart for one at wait five minutes apart and they Last last one minute. minute for one hour then that's when we know that's when you go to the hospital yeah would you think about that five minutes apart for one hour for that's a long and they last a minute yeah yeah that's, that's a, a long lot. time to just hang out at home so i've for seeing me not wanting to go to the hospital and just wanting to stay home. Mm -hmm. And cold as soon as the contractions start. Contractions. Contractions. Yeah. What did I say? I don't know. It like you said constructions. <laughs> as soon as construction starts, <laughs> uh, uh, you would be ready to go. And I assume you'll probably, like, I picture you, like, calling the hospital right away and telling them that it's happening. <laughs> just be ready. <laughs> yeah. 
she's not ready to go yet, but I just want to let you know. Uh, you may have to come pick her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like it's going to be like. But they also have um, fake... What's that called? I don't know. You're not actually in labor. Like, not real contractions? Gosh, what is that called? I don't know. Braxton Hicks? No. Fake contractions? No. I don't know. False labor? Yeah. When you think you might be in labor, like, you'll have a couple contractions, but it's not real. Yeah. So that could happen, too. But It's just so crazy how, like, all of it is completely unknown. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. how any of it's going to go at all. You don't know what day, what time, where you'll be, and that's I how think, long it'll be, how long the contractions will be, how strong they'll be to begin with. Like, if you've never had a kid, you just have no clue any of it. And it's also sucky because, for me, I'm not patient at all. And so, it, like, I'm sitting here like, okay, we're at 36 weeks plus some. And if we make it to one week, that's 37 weeks. So then we're like kind of pretty much full term. Like the baby should be healthy if he comes at that point forward. But I'm thinking to myself, like we got a month, you know, but what if the baby comes late? You know, that's going to be the worst. And that's also totally possible. Yeah. And it's also a bummer for me for work right now, because obviously like, you know, it's hard to schedule things, you know, especially important things for like meetings that I need to schedule because I need to at this point. I need to do it after the baby comes for big meetings, you know, certain things because I just want to schedule something and have it get canceled. And it's like coming up, you know, so it's just, it's kind of a weird time. So I'm ready for the baby to be here, but I'm also trying to enjoy the time that Lee and I have left is just the two of us and just enjoy the moment. Yeah. Cause right now we don't have a baby and we still get to do these things and like come in here and hopefully we can we can do that, you know, and still maintain doing the podcast. And I think we should, but. Going out to dinner. Going Every out time to we dinner. go out to dinner, I think about it. Oh, geez. Lunch. This is so nice. <laughs> we can just go do this. Don't yeah. worry about it. Going to the grocery store. You can just walk in the grocery store and walk out. You don't have to, like, haul a baby with you. Yeah. We'll tell you how it goes. But Lee and I are planning to start like once she goes back to work and stuff we're good we're trying to probably do night dates still you know eventually but we're thinking that a lot of our dates might end up turning into like lunch dates while the baby's at daycare and stuff we're thinking we could do that like take you know more like do a lunch date and go out for a few hours and do some stuff take an extra hour at lunch or yeah and go to lunch and like go especially with Paul's schedule because he's pretty he's pretty lenient yeah, it's pretty flexible. Yeah, so if he wants to take a three-hour lunch, he could do that. Yeah. If it was in his schedule. Right, and just build it in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that would be, that could be easy. And then I, I got, like we said, we just either, or just taking time, you can, you can take time off or whatever, but that time in the middle of the day is usually, like, when daycare is going on anyway, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Okay, breastfeeding class. Oh, yeah. Talk about it. We did that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of boobies. <laughs> there was a, a lot, of, videos. lot of boobs. <laughs> a lot of boobs. I'm not going to get too graphic. I won't. Because we don't know who else is in the car. In the car. If you're car. listening to this podcast. Oh, that's driving. true. 
But that being said, not all boobies are the same. They are not. Is that like where you found out this information? No. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, that's different. That doesn't look like mine. <laughs> <laughs> but so we took the class it was very good we're really glad that we took it um breastfeeding is definitely something that everybody you just hear everybody having problems with it not everybody mm-hmm. um but you hear a lot that people have problems with it and it's painful and it's really difficult and then there's a really long um trial and error period and and so to feel like it, we have some sort of handle on it and understanding. At least an understanding of the concept now. Right. And what we should expect and what isn't and isn't normal and the um, what's available to help us with it. If we are having problems or mm-hmm. if we are experiencing a lot of pain, then I think that... Is really beneficial. And Cole went, and before the class, he was like, are you sure I'm supposed to go to this? Like, when we signed up for it, I told him, and I made him put it in his calendar. He's like, are you sure I'm supposed to go to that? I'm like, yeah, it says with your partner. It says you're supposed to bring your partner. Mm-hmm. And so we showed up, and there was only a one other couple, but it was a couple, so. That was nice. It was good. Yeah. Smaller yes. class. It, which was good, because we had a lot of questions. It's yes. like, there's a lot of questions with it, and. And uh, so if we had been a class with 10 couples, that probably would have taken forever. Yeah, that would not have been as good. And we learned some some really, really cool stuff, honestly, I thought. Why did you look at me like that? Like what? Well, like the baby, like when you pull the baby out and mm. like they put him on skin on skin. and You always say it like that. <laughs> skin on skin. You put the baby skin on skin and... <laughs> <laughs> and the baby's laying there and the baby like you're supposed to let the baby like naturally find the nipple and it does that by like because you leave amniotic fluid on its it's honestly kind of gross talking about this also because they can smell it also magical basically. you know miracle alive whatever whatever gross <laughs> um it smells that on its hands it smells it on its hands and and then it apparently knit like the nipples <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. The nipples smell the same or similar, so it uses that that smell to like find the nipple. And it does that and that's how it latches on. I don't know, that just like was super cool to me and like magical that mm-hmm. like that, you know, she was talking about how like a lot of human behavior is all learned. Like we as humans learn a lot about what we do in life, socially or whatever it is skills but this is like one of the examples of of how we are just what's the word like what animals do just out of instinct yeah it's just instinctual like and like we as a human animal know that when you put the baby there the baby uses this instinctual thing to like find the food and get food i thought that was like really cool yeah that was really crazy and they had videos of it so that was cool and um that was a really cool thing to see and I don't know, that was, I just thought that was like super interesting and yeah, yeah. but I, I was telling Leah, um, and I told this joke at the class and I said that, um, I think, and I told my mom this today too. I said that I think 
that this going me going to this class and my personality, this will almost be a little bit of a disservice to me because I think that now that I know this information, I am just going to get in trouble with it now. He's going to be like, you're holding him wrong. You need to put him here. His latch is not. Does he got your boob or your nipple? And, <laughs> and I'm like digging like over your shoulder. Like, let me just help you. Right. <laughs> I, let me I don't think he's quite latched as well as he could be. Yeah. And so I see that, you know, when you know information. <laughs> it's power. It is. kind of, <laughs> But also it's like when you know and you are able to see, you start trying to like pick apart how to make it better or like find out what's going wrong. If there's something that's like not going right, then I want to help you. Right. If you're like struggling with birth or with um with breastfeeding and I have learned this information, of course, I'm going to sit there and try to like help you. And that may make you mad at me. I don't know. I imagine. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. It would annoy me if I think it's fine and you're like, mm, I don't think he's getting enough. And I'm like, he's getting enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but I imagine that would happen if you're like, ow, that kind of hurts. And I'm like, oh, what are you, what are you, you're not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to hurt. Right. What are you, what's, what are you doing wrong? See, yeah. you're already getting pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> we also asked, I was asked the club. Specialist? What was she? Boob specialist. She's the lactation lactation consultant. Consultant for the hospital. She said that I asked her. I said, "Well, the nurse that'll be there, they'll help us. Like they'll help us with the first couple of times. Like make sure he's getting a good latch. And do they know this information?" And she did not sound confident that yeah. we will have Access. very good help when we have the baby. And so that was kind of disappointing. But she's available. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess we're see- she says that they don't uh, require nurses to all have the same training. And so they used to. And so it kind of just is hit or miss whether or not we're going to have a nurse that's been trained or not. Yeah. And my mom was telling me today that this is a crazy story. This is crazy. I didn't know that this was a thing. So apparently back in the day, this is what my mom was saying, that because my mom's always kind of been like, oh, are you guys going to breastfeed? And had like kind of like a negative um Yeah. She never thought that breastfeeding was like best. She kind of makes it sound like. Not preferred. Or like, and why anytime are you doing you're that? having problems with the baby's digestion, well, you shouldn't. Like, it's because you're breastfeeding. It's because you shouldn't be breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so. So, my apparently, my mom was saying that when she had me, like she had her, um, her mom and then her mom's mom. Her, and calls the my great grandma. Yeah, so, so it's her first child. My great grandma would come in and like back in the day when my great grandma was having kids, which has been like the forties. You know, back then, and I don't know how true. Obviously, it was true for my great grandma and my grandma and stuff, but like how true it was nationally or globally. But it was like a negative thing. Like you just were like, it was like, why are you breastfeeding? Like we have bottles and formula and like this, like and like as technology was progressing, like pumping and stuff like that, it was like looked down upon, like you shouldn't do that. You know, there's other options that are healthier for you, healthier for the baby and stuff like that. So, um, they were doing things to my mom to like, try to get her to not breastfeed. So like they got there and my mom said that my great grandma was like, we are going to dry those boobs up. <laughs> and, like wrapped my mom in like 
medical gauze or something like that with like spices and herbs or something weird on it to like try to give my mom's boobs like fever so that way it would they would like dry them up and she wouldn't have you know she wouldn't be able to breastfeed which was like supposedly the healthy thing to do for me yeah because apparently a way to get rid of your breast milk or to keep you from producing it is to make you sick and so if you thought if your body thought that you were having a fever then it would stop producing breast milk yeah. And so they put this like mixture, whatever, whatever it was, um, on your skin, so that your body would think that you were having a fever, fever, and wrap up your boobs so that you couldn't yeah. produce milk, and that it would like dry up your milk supply. Mm-hmm. And that's so crazy because now, if you ever heard of anybody doing that, you would just be like, that would be so crazy. Maybe. I'm just ignorant. Maybe someone listening to this was like, yeah, I did that last week. What? But <laughs> Dried up their boobs? Yeah. Like <laughs> what we're talking about. Like, I know what. But now breastfeeding is such a, like a positive connotation. It's like breast is best. <laughs> All these things that like you're almost, it's, it's definitely the opposite. The original organic. Food. Like you're supposed to try and be- breastfeed. Right. And everybody, not everybody can, and it's, like, really difficult for people that can't um, because they feel like they should be or need to be. Yeah. Instead of the opposite. Mm-hmm. So those are some interesting things we learned. Breastfeeding class was good. We're going to finish our classes. Um, we may or may not have another podcast between here and the time we have the baby, depending on when that is. It could be the next two weeks. could be the next three weeks, four weeks, six weeks. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully soon. Hopefully in the next, I don't know. I, I want the baby to stay in and be completely healthy, but I also want him to come. Right. Yeah. My mom also said today, she says, Leah, because <laughs> she knows how I am, like very impatient. And she may think, she probably doesn't, she knows that you're not like as much like me, you know. Mm-hmm. But Leah, my mom was like, here's the, or, yeah, my mom says, here's the secret. Leah needs to, to just, she needs to not be looking like she's doing okay is the problem. Like when they're asking her, like, how are you doing? She needs to be like, oh, like not saying I'm doing okay or, you know, I'm just uncomfortable. You need to be acting and playing it up like you are absolutely miserable and that you need to get this baby out as fast as you can. In fact, they need to induce you. Like, I don't want to be induced. And that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Why would you want to be induced? Because you just want the baby to be here. I don't. I just want the baby to stay but in there I as do. long as he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying because my mom knows that I'm so impatient. And I was like, Mom, Leah's not as impatient as me. She's like the most patient person I know. <laughs> She's fine with letting that baby go till 42 weeks. I'm not fine with that, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because of your tummy and how uncomfortable you are. Yeah. Yeah. If the baby's still in there Thanksgiving, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, for sure. Because Thanksgiving is 10 days after the due date, right? So 29th? Yep. We're doing Something the 19th, like so 29th. So stay tuned to see. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. All of you will see us on Facebook and stuff. And know That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.